Hey everybody, welcome to the Cursed Caravan Podcast. Woo! My name's Felicia, I have a bunch of very Degenerates. O- okay men with mm. me. Bright um, boys! And Strictly average. we are going to be playing a Pathfinder Adventure Path. Five, no, six books everybody, six, six books. books. We're going to be playing for a long time, and so you're going to have to get to know all of us, because we all kind of suck, but we're all pretty awesome as well, yeah, maybe. Some of us. Thank you. Um... Yeah, like I said, I'm Felicia. How about we hear from everybody else so we can get to know everyone? Hey, everybody, I'm Felicia. No, no, I'm Zach. I am the uh, the new face of the cursed caravan. I'm the new era, the one that's going to bring it to the top, to the to the upper echelon of uh, skill and. Uh, I'm a genius. Just every everything art artistic uh, <laughs> that you can think of. For a lot of our longtime fans, this is a big. This is a big change up. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. No, no, but for real, it's. Uh, I'm the new face. I am. Uh, I'm definitely slightly intimidated at times, but I'm learning. And I got a bunch of good folks around here to guide me. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'm super excited to play. And that's pretty much it. I'm not going to tell you my social. He he is the newbie, so everyone be nice to him if he has to ask questions about the rules. Matt, go ahead. I'm Matthew. Hi. 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 Yeah, hello. Uh, hello. I've there. been I've been playing with a few of these fools for a long time, and my buddy Zach. I've known him for a long time, and we roped him into this shit. Yep. Uh, really excited. This is going to be my first AP, and I'm uh, super stoked to be really embarrassing for all of you. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yes. Woo. Woo. My name's Ahmad. Hi, Ahmad. Hi, Ahmad. And also, like, this is my first AP as well. Uh, the first thing we played was Plague Stone. Felicia ran it for us. That was really fun. Mm. Uh, Cody also ran his own little campaign. Little like a homebrew. I, I, I I mean, you don't have to call it little. Yeah, yeah I say yeah, little, yeah. but that's completely no. You opposite. know, it was really it was tiny, <laughs> insignificant, pretty poorly written. Um, it was so, maybe what? Uh, oh, it was so fun. A couple hundred hours. Yeah, I mean, it, it only lasted it you know a year and a half. But <laughs> in the grand scheme, I really appreciate your concept of of space and time. But fuck really, you. it is fuck tiny. you, fuck you, Emad. <laughs> continue. Oh, Imad is but, the one yeah. who handles all the wonderful editing. For oh, for everybody you. out there, he listening, does, he does so. a tiny amount of editing. Yeah, he does a tiny, a very little, <laughs> insignificant amount of editing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, editing is super fun. This we already recorded a little campaign that I ran, and that's not out yet because we just started. We didn't know what we were doing as far as audio. Like I, I didn't go to school for any of this shit. I went to University of YouTube, but uh, it's good. But we'll probably put that out later. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice uh, transition. And uh, the voice of this delightful asshole is Cody. Uh, I've been playing tabletop games for uh, a long time. I was a big nerd. Uh, still am a big nerd. Um, Emma's the one that had the idea originally for all of us to start playing when Felicia ran us through Fall of Plaguestone. Um, and yeah, it's been a, a really fun journey getting to see everybody else come to, to know and love what I've known and loved. So... Yeah, all of us, except for you, we've only played 2nd Edition. We started right when 2nd Edition came out in 2019. Mm-hmm. Pathfinder as well. Yeah. Cody started with D&D a long time ago, mm. and so he kind of guided us into this world of tabletop gaming. Thank yeah, you. I started with 2nd oh, yeah. uh, Edition, uh, spent 
majority of my life with 3.5 even once 4 came out if you know you know uh but yeah we play pathfinder now and it's the greatest game on earth yes i agree 100 oh, yeah. percent. have we said which ap we're going to be playing no so <gasps> we are playing pathfinder second edition uh the adventure path path Mm, my the adventure favorite. path that we are going to be pay- <laughs> paying. paying to play. <laughs> no, the adventure uh, path- yeah, think about Pathfinder. There yes. are microtransactions. <laughs> A lot of DLC. Oh, you could level up now if you bought this. Yeah, fuck that. This is a bad time to tell you I did get the account booster and I'm level 20. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> At least you're on our team. Hey, man, I earned that money. But we, we're playing Age of Ashes. That's what we're... So what we're starting here today. Oh, and trust, we know. We've heard it's hard. And we chose this one. It's the first six-book adventure path for second edition. We chose it, and we're playing it this late just because, me personally, I listen to other podcasts, like them playing Plaguestone. I listen to three different podcasts. Even though I knew the story, it's just fun to hear how people went mm, through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're hoping you guys that have played Age of Ashes might get a kick out of this yeah i mean that's hope we're gonna try to have a kick out of it maybe someone else will enjoy that from us we yeah. hopefully didn't kick the shit out of us we are kind of yeah. spicing it up a little bit too we are using stamina rules so that's gonna be new for all of us none of us have used stamina rules and updated yet. classes and updated classes dual classes maybe i'm okay with it mm. <laughs> i'm fine with it so whatever oh. can help us against this hard hard adventure yeah, dual classing is the way to go. It's just endless customization. It's the best. So yeah, complain all you want. We want to have fun. Yeah. First <laughs> and you said that like you're scared. <laughs> yeah. Have fun, please. <laughs> First you sounded like a frightened Italian man. Yeah. A fun. <laughs> Us playing this game, we're playing it for fun. And for those of you out there, we're probably going to fudge some rules a little bit. Because what's more important is making sure that we have a good time and that the story that we're telling is a good one. That's that's what we want. Rule of cool. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. All yeah. about the, the story. The only rule there is. Uh, we're doing stamina rules. Uh, yeah, we're doing stamina rules. No secret rules. I know it's fun and immersive and some of y'all might like the secret rules, but Felicia has enough to do. And what else are we doing? PowerPoints. So they're like hero points, um, but our PowerPoints, our little PPs, our own little things. Our own little PPs. Our own little PPs. real quick. So, I mean, the, we have some physical coins. They're real cool. Um, and I'll be passing them out to people whenever they make me happy. So you want to make me happy so you can get so one you can of these get a little cool, pee-pee. So you can get a little pee-pee. <laughs> yeah, little the, pee-pee. the um, difference between them is the um, hero points, you roll. If you don't like the roll, you roll again and you take the second result. But the power points that we're using, you roll two D20s at the same time and take the better. Mm-hmm. And what, what other things can we do with the power points? You can use them against me to give make me roll two like disadvantage. D20s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what would be disadvantage in D&D? Um, I don't know. We may add some more stuff onto it for funsies later on. For damn mm-hmm. sure. Um, but as of right now, that's kind of like the base of what it does. Uh, advantage and disadvantage for me. Or if you want to disadvantage yourself, go for it. I don't care. You know, it's your PP to use. Use your PP wisely. <laughs> responsibly. And responsibly. <laughs> yes. If we say a bad word, 
even if your kid doesn't, if your kid's listening, uh, even if they don't notice it, make sure to pause, go back, listen to that word again, and then mm-hmm. explain Sound in detail why we said mm-hmm. that word. Mm-hmm. That's the only way your child, your child's going to grow. Yeah. First <laughs> word of the day is. Oh. Yeah, you don't want your kid just hearing the word and throwing that out at their teachers and stuff. So explain to them what that means. You're only going to be a better parent for it. Mm. Thanks. Next week, the word will be arson. Mm. But we're not there yet. Little, yeah. little, little teaser. Tease. Yeah, and don't hold us to that either because we will lie about the next the word week's the word. Yeah, keep yeah. you guessing. Yeah. Just you should explain arson, though. This is we're actually an education. This is an educational <laughs> podcast. All right, everybody what, shut up. Yeah. What else do we have? You should just fade out. <laughs> Chatter and laughter filled the wizard's grace where every aspiring adventurer of breach hill goes to partake in the pre-call of heroes meal offered by owner trinnell uskwald the place is full of all sorts in this popular tavern a young human champion comforting an overzealous goblin cleric who seems to have had too much to drink as she guides him out of the establishment and an annoyed seemingly younger goblin following behind her toting a large black fur coat behind him A group of adventurers sit around a table in deep discussion. One of them, an interesting-looking human man with bright white hair and bright yellow eyes. A young human man with short horns and as large as a knoll. And a terracotta-colored Aruxi with deep red tattoos covering his body. An elven man teaching a kenku how to order a drink. And two large orcs laughing loudly as they walk out of the bar, closely followed by a sleekly dressed half-orc man. Breach Hill is a beautifully diverse city and a breeding ground for budding adventurers. We settle onto our party. Who do we see? You see a lizard folk, about six feet tall. Normally, lizard folk scales are close to green, brown, or gray, but his scales are unusually white. He has a scaled crest on his head resembling a short mohawk, with black tips running down his spine to the tip of his long tail. He has bright yellow menacing slit eyes. He's wearing armor that gives his dorsal crests on his back room to breathe. The armor is fairly weathered and torn like he's been wearing it for years. On his back is a long, large polearm called a gisarm. It's a very... Long pole. It's freaking cool. The French arm. polex. It has a sharp iron point at the end with a lethal hook just below. He's also wielding a steel shield and a trident at his side. And he has large bare feet resembling a predatory dinosaur. Hey, you there, Aruxi. What was your name? Shouts a young, maybe 19 to 20 year old uh, human male. Wearing ill-fitting large, large plate armor, uh, sitting against a, a bench next to him, a 
pretty unwieldy wooden tower shield. Yeah, well, it's it, it's yeah, it's it's like a it's a burnt engraving of a a lion with large two large horns coming out of its head and like a, a ribbon going down the side. It's probably got some sort of writing on it. Haven't haven't settled in too hard. You can tell that he is making this shield himself, like building his own crest. Um, he's got a broadsword hanging at his side, and he's uh, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, young one, and he's reaching towards the uh, the Aruxi. Uh What is your name? If we are if we are to adventure together, I, I, I'm sorry, I haven't even uh, told you of myself. I am Karen Osgood. Uh, it's happy to be here with you. Uh, me, I, I'm happy to be here with you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nyren, you don't remember me from last night? You told me, you taught me how to cow tip. It was so fun last night. You got very oh. drunk, though. Uh, I'm trying not to do that anymore. <laughs> Why? It was hilarious. Well, I... That is the biggest word I used in weeks. It's it's more so what I ended up doing to him. Uh, the him you gesture to is a uh, rather gaunt, pale-skinned fellow uh, with shaggy dark hair and gaunt features. He wears a dark black stained leather armor with a large cowl and cloak that flows over him. He glances at you as you gesture and he sneers. We're wasting time. I need money and we need to get out of here. What are we doing? Looking over at a, uh, a young bar waitress is a, uh, an older gentleman, uh, very... Very, very uh, well-aged, uh, spotted. His skin is wrinkled and spotted. He has a very long white beard that's braided uh, and, and kind of just like tucked into his pockets. He's he's got flowing robes, and he uh, he he looks at her, and she's not paying attention to him in the slightest. Uh, but he says, um, um, "Do your legs ache?" And she doesn't respond at all. And he says, <laughs> because you've been running through my dreams all night. <laughs> and then she just walks away. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. We're wasting time. Uh, well, the, what I'm sure we're all here for is the call of heroes, correct? Yes. <laughs> That's not what I'm here for. Oh, no. Oh, but friend, we've grown so close together. A young woman, uh, a human woman, maybe in her early or late twenties, early thirties, approaches you at the bar. She's short. She has dark brown, uh, brunette hair, and a very friendly demeanor. Hey, are you all here for the Call of Heroes? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, we are. Can't wait to see the show. Well, I'm sure that you've heard. My name is Trinnell. I am the owner of this establishment, and I have meals for all of you. I'll be right back. She quickly runs to the back to go grab what you assume is meals. Um, as you all know, being a part of this town, this pub that we are in is called the Wizard's Grace. 
And at the Wizard's Grace, this is where most adventurers meet up before the Call of Heroes. Every every Call of Heroes, Trinnell, the owner of this pub, tavern, whatever you want to call it, she makes a complimentary meal and drink for every aspiring adventurer trying to go out and find a job, basically. It is a uh, tradition that she has had for a long time. So, she runs off. I love this place, because I don't have any money. Uh, that is something. Um, see, uh, uh, I tried to get into the Pathfinder Society, and um, they said you needed experience. I'm not sure if the Call of Heroes is the same. I don't have credentials. I don't think you need... I don't know what that word is, but... I hear that it's a good show. A show? Yes. Trinnell comes back rather quickly and slams some some uh, plates down with this huge roast. Um, some big old glasses of beer and says... Here you go. Here it is. This is my f- grandfather's traditional recipe. Oh, wow. won't you join us? No. Um. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you have a uh, fuzzy navel or a sex on the beach? Um. I heard that hair of the dog is good. Hair of the dog. Okay. I s- you are very young. Um. We do. Would you like one of those? Oh, please. Okay. So she leaves and comes back with a beautiful drink that is layered uh, red. Uh, I don't know what it looks like either. What is sex on the beach? <laughs> what is sex on the beach? <laughs> Quick. It brings you a cloudy white and sandy beverage. Sorry, I was thinking of tequila sunrise. <laughs> Sex on the Careful. beach. Oh, red. Where are you guys? It's like a <laughs> shut. <up. laughs> it's a beautiful gradient of red, orange, and yellow, with some adornments of wildly exotic fruits. With an adornment <laughs> of wildly exotic. It's got fruits on it. It's got fruits on it. <laughs> with, with fruits adorning it. Um, a sex on the beach for you. Oh, thank you. He hungrily grabs it and drinks it. So, you all are adventurers then? Yes. 100%. Okay. The mightiest of heroes. Right. <laughs> What else will we be if we're here? Patrons. Before the festival, before the call of heroes, today of all days. I mean, there's an eight-year-old over there just just downing an ale. That was eight when my family died. Well, I have an issue, <laughs> and I haven't had the time to go talk to the council about it, obviously, because you see how busy it is here, and I was wondering if... You all are heroes. If you could help me out. Oh, we're uh, heroes. We're uh, heroes. Of course. I like free stuff. 
Well, you seem big and strong, she gestures to Nyren. There's a guy that comes in here pretty much every Call of Heroes, and he'll wander in every now and then, even after the free offering ends, and he will just run up a tab and he has never paid it. He likes to hang out outside. He plays music. I don't know what his deal is, but he has skipped out on his tab for about three months. Charlatan! I know, I know. So since I haven't been able to make my way to the Call of Heroes, if you guys would be able to help me out without, that would be fantastic. How much? Mm. Hmm. I'll give you a free beer. Anything else? No. (laughs) (laughs) This guy's going to be a treat. (laughs) Creepy boy. Of course we will help you. Anything for... You. Thank you. He, he bows and blushes. <sighs> okay. Look at the time. It's almost time for the Call of Heroes. You do not want to be late. Uh, no. Um, as yeah, a, it's a good show. Has everyone paid their uh, bits? Wait a minute. It's free. Uh, I am always ready. <laughs> stares, yes. at, stares at Nyren. Let's go find this guy. Colonel reaches over and grabs your hand and gives a little pat. You'll do great, honey, okay? You can see he gets, like, really invigorated. He, he stands up a little firmer and has a hard time hoisting his shield onto his back. How about this? <laughs> Once the Call of Heroes is done and you get your own job, I'll buy you a round. Come on back here, okay? I would would gladly. It's okay, buddy. Naren pats you on the shoulder. It's okay. Let's go find this. This, this... I don't remember his description. He is. <laughs> it sounds like uh, places hand over mouth. A bum. I lost interest at he. <laughs> I lost interest at bum. A bum. I have one of those. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's... I would say that he's, well, he is an elf. Um, shorter than most elves. Pretty skinny. Um, and he plays music out back. I don't know, but he's come in here almost every every single call of heroes, and he'll stay all day, even after the the offering is done, and has not once, not a single time, paid his tab. And he has been here for a long time. This sounds despicable. Hmm. Yeah, we will find some copper off no. of him. I'm sure. Don't rough him up. Imagine he, not wanting ni- to pay money for other people's hard work. He's a nice enough man. Just, you know, tell him to pay his tab. Sure thing. Uh, Karen uh, kind of looks looks down to his left and uh, speaks to himself for a minute. This could be it. This could be. They'll take me seriously if I bring this guy in. This could do it. This could be my way. I'll show my family. I'm the one. Chosen one. All right. <laughs> you guys ready? I'm ready. No time to wait. We should be there first. First pick, you know. The old, ah. the old guy next to you, like, stands up. He's like bracing himself to get up <laughs> off it, out of his chair, and he, uh, and he like puts his hand on your shoulder, and he's like, "You're not taking all the credit for this." Young, young whippersnapper. <laughs> no, no, uh, don't, don't get me wrong. It's, 
I saw the way she patted your hand. <laughs> Sir, can you please stop touching my shoulder? No. <laughs> <laughs> Exiting the tavern onto the streets of Breach Hill, every one, man, woman, and child, start making their way towards the Monument Circle. You hear strange music cutting through the bustling city streets. You push through the crowd, knocking a few people aside, including a taller-than-average hobgoblin with light purple skin. His face is rough and scarred, with cracked goggles sitting atop his head. He wears tattered military jacket, the right sleeve in strips. Down his right arm are numerous belts adorned with trinkets and embossments of familiar elven goddesses such as Callistra, Serunos, and Desna. They are wound tightly around in layers, leaving no flesh visible. This same combination is visible on his left leg, making him walk with a slight drag in his step. He scowls at you as you bump past him, causing his large pack to slide from his shoulders, spilling various vials to the ground, thankfully not breaking any of them. Heading towards the source, you notice a few unhoused people coming from the alleyway beside the tavern with their hands out asking for coin. The music seems to be coming from behind them. Just within the shadows, near the back, you see who you can only assume to be the elven man you were told about. Though he is sitting cross-legged, you surmise him to be a rather short elf, in contrast to most elves, and rather thin and gaunt, even by elven standards. Long black hair shaved on either side, sitting about shoulder length. He has a black mask covering his mouth and chin just beneath his nose and is wearing an ill-fitting deep brown and black leather duster with dark hides underneath. He reeks. On the ground to his left is an open bag. The bag is fairly empty with a few copper pieces and a silver. A sign sits in front of it with nicely written script reading toss a coin and I am not deaf. Tucked away behind him, the alleyway is littered with the unassuming collected knickknacks and trinkets whose value is obviously largely utilitarian or sentimental, centered in the pile of what others would discount as refuse is a mess of partially corroded metals glinting softly beneath a cover of fading and worn crimson cloth and humming almost imperceptibly with a low and constant throng. But most importantly, in the other man's lap rests an instrument the likes of which you have never seen. It looks kind of like a fretboard of a mandolin, if it were separate from the body. A bit wider. It's about a foot and a half in length and about ten inches wide. Basically a Japanese kodo. You can look that up. He doesn't alert at your arrival. His eyes are closed and he plucks away at his unknown instrument. The homeless people poke at you with cupped hands. What do you do? Do uh, any of the homeless people have any change jingling in the cups they're trying to get people to put money into? Yeah, they do. Yeah, uh, Brillian would like to try to steal from the homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a deception? Give me one second. <laughs> All right. Natural 20. Damn. Oh, God. 
Wow. Fucking liar. <laughs> Are there any supple young beggars? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Yeah, we're not, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Couple of those hands a little lower. For how to deal with this, I would just be, you know, be exasperated and be like, "Yeah, you fucking steal from homeless people." I'm working on it, but you guys keep talking. I mean, you sound exasperated have already. To earn this I sympathy. am exactly. <laughs> if you want the silver, you're gonna have to earn it. <laughs> okay. Okay. So Twenty-seven. So, what's your character's name? Gellion Darkblade. <laughs> so, walking out into the into the alleyway, Gellion hears a jingle of coin in these copper cups. While everyone else is distracted by the music floating through the air, Gillian Gillian? Gellion? Gellion. Gellion. Darkblade. Darkblade. Quickly <laughs> bumps one of the cups with his elbow, tossing it out of the... Tossing the coins out of the cup. Catches it and pockets it. Before anyone can notice, including the homeless elf that he stole from. Looking... Turning and looking at that elf, you notice that he is in fact blind. How much did I get? You got three copper pieces. That's it? That is it. <laughs> You're stealing from the homeless. It is a homeless, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there any more jingling? Nope. <laughs> Add that to my character sheet. <laughs> You're disgusting. Oh, man. You didn't see shit. <laughs> Probably should have talked about this. It's going to be really difficult to be a paladin next to this guy. <laughs> I'm a knight of good, sir. It's for a good reason. Can you remind me the name of the uh, the barmaid that we had spoke with? Trinnell. Trinnell? Trinnell? All right. Okay. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, you do see this man. He's sitting back there. He's got a bunch of stuff behind him. He has yeah. this really weird instrument. Um, and you surmise that it is this same man that Trinnell was telling you about. Well, Makes sense. Okay. Karen. I, I don't know if I said. Karen is a, a paladin class. Mm-hmm. Thus the large What's armor and the shield. Human. Human. Before um, he can react <laughs> to the old guy seeing him prepare himself. Uh, <laughs> He says, he goes, I'm Oswald Orgemar. And he raises his cane and he charges at this, at this poor elf. And just begins, just begins uh, very poorly attacking him. Missing, barely, barely staying on his feet. But he is, he is just going nuts with a cane. Just in all directions, trying trying to hit him, <laughs> screaming, for Drinnel! Oswald is dancing to the music. Karen is going to uh, grab okay. at Oswald. <laughs> <laughs> sir, sir, no, 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 non-violent, non-violent. Mm-hmm. Pardon my friend here, sir. The elf looks up at that. What's your name? Oswald. Oswald. For just a moment, 
before looking back down and continuing his music. <clears throat> uh, sir, um, hi, I am Karen. Uh, I am a uh, paladin uh, from Absalom. We have heard, myself and my party have heard that you have not paid your wages, and we would like to appease that. Maybe find out why they've gone unpaid. He turns his head up at you and gives you a blank stare, never breaking his song. Um, your music is rather beautiful, I'm sure. And, and uh, Karen's going to like look at his bag. He's got money in it. Did you... uh, a little bit, yeah. He's got uh, a couple of copper and a silver. You got this, sir, Karen. You got it. Stay confident. I will stand. I will stand strong. My duties. Um, you're gonna blow it. <laughs> uh, from from the looks of it, sir, uh, you are making money. Perhaps you could push that back into your local economy. I'm sure. He looks back down and continues to play. Okay, okay. Think, Karen, think. I've had enough of this. Let's have the lizard eat him. <laughs> Bite him. No, no, not. <laughs> Our subject isn't showing any hostility. It's I, just... I'm, I am hungry, but I hear it's not cool to do that in town, at least. <laughs> Karen, like, is <laughs> standing... Uh, <laughs> Uh, legs spread apart, arms just holding these two men back. Although Nyron's kind of standing there. It's, it's Oswald that I'm really, truly worried about. Nyron like, <laughs> just looks awkward in his own body. He doesn't know how to hang his arms. Yeah. Like, <laughs> his arms are always moving. He's just like, I don't... <laughs> Look, sir, you can see that my, my uh, adventuring pals are rather hasty and I want to uh, do this in the most uh, non-confrontational way that I possibly can. Karen? Hmm? Roll will save. Oh, fuck. That's a natural one. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh okay. <laughs> well, that's a fail. Oh, boy. You have... This overwhelming, overwhelming um, feeling that is compelling you to put money in the bag. <laughs> okay, okay, let me think. <laughs> Karen is uh, still holding Oswald back and like realizing that Nyren's <laughs> not even paying attention, I'm sure. <laughs> Just... Kind of chills out, and you can see Karen like reaching for his uh, his money pouch that's on his side. It's rather small. Probably has what fifteen gold, maybe a little bit less from buying adventuring gear and the normal things you start with. It started, pulls out like three silvers. Now, look, we do, we want to do this in the best way possible. We really just need you to pay your tabs. Uh, drops coins in the pouch. We just need you to pay your tabs and everything will be good. Uh, look, we... Uh, uh, 
Um, this seems strange. Um, hi, friend Elf. Um, do you mind if I just kind of pick you up and turn you upside down? I hear money comes out when you turn people upside down, and Nyren reaches to grab the elf. Yes, finally. (laughs) (laughs) He only lasts so long. (laughs) 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 Oh, God. The music stops, and the elf stares deeply into your soul, Nyren, and you feel a tug on the back of your gear. Turning around, you see nothing. Wasn't me. Is something missing? Not that you can tell. Um, who touched me? This is weird. The elf gently places an instrument into his coat, grabs his bag, stands and holds his arms out, fists, palms up, as if to say, arrest me and gestures his head to the side to pick up his belongings, specifically gesturing to the covered mass of metal. Uh, uh, Yes, sir. Uh, Karen reaches into his bag. I have rope for this. 50 feet of rope. Uh, Does somebody know how to tie a knot? That's a lot of rope. Could I get a a slice of that rope? (laughs) (laughs) No reason. Did you not not start your character with adventuring gear? Uh, Most people start with 50 feet of rope. You don't want to know about this adventure, son. You're a little too young. (laughs) Pardon, sir. If you could just put your hands behind your back, Karen would like to apprehend him hands behind the back tie them he, he does not fight at all okay okay yeah uh somebody grab his stuff i would hate for his things to be stolen as he's apprehended yeah gillian's gonna go over and uh grab that shiny hunk of metal as Steal big as it is. <laughs> finally kick out this vagrant keep all his shit <laughs> Hey guys, it looks like we're doing pretty good. You continue your path to Monument Circle, where a crowd is already gathered out front. As the council members make their way in, pushing your way to the front, you notice a well-dressed goblin woman pacing outside the front doors of the building. The studious-looking goblin has her hands clasped behind her back, and she is mumbling to herself, oblivious to all of those who stand nearby. She can be heard murmuring, My bumble brashers. She, malen- she laments in a distraught tone, Why haven't I heard from them? I fear the worst. You said bumble brashers? Mm-hmm. What is she again? She is a goblin woman. She is well dressed, wearing like a cloak, almost looking like a scholar. Hmm. Have we heard of these bumble brushers? Um, you can roll a society check. Oh my god. Yeah, I'll do that. First roll. I feel like it would be bad if I roll society. <laughs> you got a 19. Do you have bad society? I Are have you trained? A, a negative one on society. Do it. Do it. Maybe you can try. Let's do it. I guess. Negative 12. 
a 10. I got a 19. A 19? Yeah, let's go with the 19. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. Remind me your character name. Dark Blade. Gellian? Gellian Dark Blade. Gellian Dark Blade. Gellian, hearing the name Bumblebrashers, you have heard that before. Being from Breach Hill, you are aware that there is, um, with how diverse this community is, you know that just outside of town to the northeast, there is a hill where the Hell Knights used to congregate. Um, it has since been abandoned, but it is called Citadel Alterain, and that is where the Bumblebrashers have been living for a couple of years now in peace with the town. Okay. And the abandoned remains of Citadel Alterain. Would I have any reason to believe this Citadel that I remember might contain artifacts or objects of wealth? I mean, you could probably assume as much it being a an old keep for knights of the hell knights. Hell knights, mm-hmm. knights of the hell knights, um, for knights. That it was a fully stocked keep for many knights <clears throat> to live in and to go out from. Basically, <laughs> they, what else do they do in to this? live in uh, and to eat? Maybe <laughs> take some pee pee and poo poo. Tell me more of oh, this nice. hell knights keep for the knights of hell who keep knights then, in hell, hell for nights. <laughs> Tell me more for of nights. this pee pee poo poo time. time. They had many bathrooms, I'm mm-hmm. sure. I don't know. I haven't myself visited the keep, but... As a woman, I have never pooped in my life. I have never pooped in my life. Women don't poop. Women, as you know, are constantly pooping. They do not stop. (laughs) Not not once in my life have I finished a poo-poo. The miracle of life. That'd be so (laughs) (laughs) So is this this goblin woman, she's... (laughs) <laughs> Were like, you asking if she's hot? No, no, no. Well, yeah. Is she in front of the... Uh, like? Is she, she like off is, the beaten path that we're walking by? She or? is directly in front of the, the doors to okay. the, um, the council building. Hmm. So Oswald has made his way up... Ooh. Appropri- <laughs> not appropriately. I'm in the wrong party. <laughs> yeah, your character's a real you piece are. of shit. <laughs> 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 this isn't going to go well. <sighs> it's going to be a mental torment for my sweet, sweet paladin boy. <laughs> he, he just... Hey, stop that. Nyren swaps. Swaps. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, he swaps it. He slaps your cane. He swaps oh. your little cane. He swaps your little cane. <laughs> what are you going to do about it? <laughs> what are you doing, Oswald? <laughs> what does it look she like? She is clearly upset that her football team is losing. <laughs> She has just been pacing back Ugh, and another, another prudish <laughs> lizard folk. <laughs> he just doesn't even deny it. <laughs> what does it look like? My, my, um, I'm sorry about my friend. Um, I am sorry that you, your Watch football your team friend. is losing, dear goblin. Oh, uh, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I was in your way. No, 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 no. I respect the little ones. No offense. None taken. M- Madam, do you work here? 
No, I'm I'm here to speak to the council. Oh, as are we. Okay, uh, you first. You, you were here before us, I'm sure. Thank you. I oh. appreciate that. I hear it's a good show. Let's go in together. Yeah, you you go in before us. <laughs> are are you adventurers seeking work? Nyron just looks at his party like, uh, are we? Of course, uh, we're here for the Call of Heroes. And we've apprehended a suspect. And his shit. <laughs> Pointing behind you, you see the gaunt elf just standing there, wrists bound, just looking around. You said he was He's wearing... 40 feet away because the rope is 50 feet long. Completely, <laughs> completely uninterested. You said he was wearing a mask? Yeah, a mask basically covering his mouth. Well, Karen, Down past his chin. Karen's going to look back and ask him, why are you wearing the mask? Like, what are you hiding from? He doesn't even look your way. Don't judge people if they still want to wear a mask, even though COVID might be gone. <laughs> Shut up, Emma. <laughs> Is there COVID in the I for one appreciate a man of mystery. <laughs> I for one appreciate masks. <laughs> Shut up, old man. <laughs> Shut up, old man. It's a valid opinion, but I don't want to hear it from you. If you wouldn't mind, if you all could come in and sit next to me, maybe, maybe we, the council could select you to help me out. Oswald, like like spasms his way closer towards her to try and be the first person in next to her. Nyren places his palm in Oswald's face and just kind of slightly pushes him away. Settle down, my friend. Again, just the cave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, Gillian's just gonna like walk past everyone still carrying this shiny rock and he's just staring down. And it's it's big. Like he's he's almost like carrying a boulder and he's struggling a bit, but he's really excited to see like like what he can get for this. Filthy Luca. Filthy Luca. <laughs> yeah, uh Karen is gonna pull the uh elf man closer. Try to keep an eye on him, I guess. As you pull the elf man closer, uh, the small goblin woman grabs your hand. You see, my bumble brashers, I am the ambassador to a tribe that lives within Citadel Alterine to the northeast. And I've I've noticed a plume of red smoke coming from the top of the keep. This is a distress signal. Oh no. I believe that they are in danger, or something dire has fallen upon them. And if you are willing to help, please. Karen starts sweating profusely. Of course we'll help. It's just terrified. Absolutely terrified. If it's full of uh, wild boars and animals and stuff, I'm sure I could help. But what if the animals are the ones that lit the signal fire? We don't know what we're messing with. That is a good point. It should start now. Quickly, everyone, to your seats. Oh. 
Right then, the doors open. Um, Looking into the double doors that lead into this council building, you see a hallway. uh, Kind of these uh, uh, basically cubicle offices on either side of the hallway, leading to another set of double doors. Walking into those, you see... The room is set up as an auditorium with a carpeted walkway separating several rows of benches into two sections. You are coming out basically directly onto the carpet. Fancy. On the dais ahead of you, 60 feet ahead of you to be exact, there is a large desk separated into five parts where you can see the council's five members are seated talking quietly one another as as they wait for the meeting to start. On the desk, going from right to left, uh, there is a large orc man uh, by the name of Jorsk. No, sorry, uh, a large dwarven man by the name of Jorsk. You would know him as... uh, he is well known throughout Breach Hill. Um, he was an adventurer before he became a part of the council him, um, himself. Um, next to him, we have uh, Melma Ann Sandari, a human woman. She is uh, not. She's not often seen among town or around town. She is pretty kept to herself a rather isolated woman very was, stern you say, what was her name? Mel. Melma Melma and Melma Sendari she's stern and she is one of the more yeah one of the more prominent members of the council next to her we have Greta Gardenia she is the main councilwoman she is very kind, um, depending on how long you guys have been in uh, Breach Hill, of which I think majority of you have been here for a while, if not lived here for a while. Um, she used to run the soup kitchen, uh, Lamin's Lament, with the now owner... Renata Gilroy. Yes, Renata. Nyren would know that because he stays around the soup kitchen. Lamont's lament. Granada is, or uh, sorry, Greta Granada is a very kind woman, um, very passionate about community service. Uh, next up, we have Trini Sprizzlegig, who is a um, a gnome woman. She is extremely friendly, um, and she is also very, very passionate about community service. Lastly, we have Quintino Passandi. Puetino? Quintino. Quintino. Passandi. And he is one of the founders of uh, Passandi Brothers. Passandi Brothers. Ah. Yeah, these five are council. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So you see them all sitting up there on the dais on their big long desk waiting for everyone to finish kind of filing in. So wow, this this call, call, call of heroes is like a real thing. Oh boy. Sweating. sweating. I hear it's a good show. I'm gonna... Naren goes and finds a, a seat, I guess, around the middle. I can only imagine him having popcorn and just dropping that shit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Warble follows closely to you. She wants to stay next to you all. Don't mind my spelling. Cool. <laughs> it's all wrong. No, I was good. So, what, what did your guy <laughs> say again? What, what did he say about the Call of Heroes? It's like a it's like a big deal. I got you. Yeah. So Oswald is like kind of like standing next to you, and he's like, "I'm here, I'm here for Trini." <laughs> oh, you guys! Nyren places a hand on each of your shoulders, just so excited. This is gonna be amazing. As you all file in, many many people file in behind you. The seats are quickly filling up. And you can tell uh, there are people of all ages coming to see this because everyone in this town is excited to see the new adventurers in town. Who is going to rise up and help with whatever task they're given? After everyone has kind of settled in and taken a seat, you hear a, a sharp rap from a gavel. A stern, dark-haired woman with a deeply furrowed forehead and kind eyes, begins to assemble the crowd to a hush. Welcome, neighbors and friends. Oh, ho, ho. now that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> the dark-haired woman begins her rich voice washing over the room. To the Breach Hill Town Council meeting. This is the call for heroes. On behalf of my colleagues be- beside me, I promise you all that we will hear and consider today's petition with the utmost discretion and care. There is no existence without community, as our town charter says. Today on our agenda includes one petition. Miss Warble, our very own ambassador to the Bumblebrashers of the Hell Knight Hill. She requests the help of heroes for a matter of utmost importance. Let's hear her concerns from her own words, shall we, Miss Warble? That's you, that's you. This is amazing. Okay. We have to take this job. Warble stands up from between you and kind of shimmies past your knees and makes her up. (laughs) (laughs) Makes her way up onto the dais. In front of the desk. (laughs) Sir, please. (laughs) Esteemed counselors, Warble says in a frazzled tone to her voice. It's been more than a month since I've been able to contact my bumblebrashers. I fear that simple... The bumblebrasher, the simple brasher. (laughs) I fear that something terrible has befallen them. What's more is I've seen my people's distress signal coming from the top of Citadel Alterine. Just then, the door on the western side of the room flies open as a young man, his eyes wide with panic, runs in shouting and waving his ink-stained hands. Billowing black smoke and flames follow him into the room. Fire! There's a fire! 
fire, everyone! Flee! <laughs> Yo, bro, there's totally like Yo, oh, a fire. Oh, this shit is not fire, but it is a fire. It is a fire. Uh oh. What do I do? I have a man bound. I have a bound man in my possession. Yes, you do. And I need everyone to roll for initiative. Oh my god, it's happening. Karen, what is your? Your initiative. Oh, um, 11. Oswald. Five. Nyren. Yeah, I rolled a one. <laughs> I also rolled a natural one for my initiative, which makes it an eight. Jesus Christ. <laughs> this is so bad. It's pretty. <laughs> it's terrible. I rolled a fire. A five. Oh my God. A five. I thought I was going to be last. I'm actually oh second. <laughs> okay. The door that burst open to the west side of the council chamber bursts forward with fire. As that happens, every single citizen inside of the building begins to freak the fuck out and starts running. Uh, Greta at, at the dais is telling everyone, please calm down, calm down, it's okay. Please do not panic. It doesn't stop anyone. Everyone is pushing past each other, trying to get to the door at the end of the hall towards the south. First up, we have Karen. What do you do? The The first council member is about 20 feet away from the fire. Okay. Um, and that would be Jorsk. Uh, Karen is going to turn back to his uh, apprehended subject and uh, reassuringly... Uh, uh, just stay right here. Uh, we'll we'll figure out your whole situation in a minute. Um, um, uh, Karen is going to run twenty feet to the council, equip the shield and sword. Oh, what can what can I do in this situation? Um, is there like uh, water buckets? Uh, <laughs> just you would sitting around <laughs> like Fantasia. Really quick, roll me a free society check. Okay. <laughs> be 13 so you would know having lived in breach hill for a while that just outside of the council chambers in the monument circle there are wells surrounding it um if you look at the map um with karen's final action uh now remembering that there are definitely six seven large wells of water is going to run to the door where the man came through. What's your movement? 25. Because I figure it's probably a way outside and also whoever caused this fire, maybe, maybe I can catch them outside of the burning building. Okay. So, so you don't make it to the door quite yet. You are about 55, 
feet away from the door. Okay, that's my turn. 55, 60. Next up, we have the fire, uh, which spreads so that it is... It spreads another 10 feet into the door. Jeez. So at that point, that fire is licking at at Karen. That is fast fire. Mm-hmm. Okay. Next, we have Nyrin. Oof. Um, Nyrin's sitting in his seat. This all happens. And he's sitting back relaxed. He's like, wow, thinking to himself, this is it's a good show. Everyone is so believable. <laughs> Everyone is just running around you screaming. My goodness. Um, and then he takes another look around and people are looking at him like this fucking do something kind of look. And it just kind of clicks. He sees Sir Karen run into the fire. He's so brave. Um, oh no. The goblin! And Nyrin stands up, draws his trident, and runs towards the goblin to protect her. And that is his turn. What's your movement? 25 feet. Okay, you're able to get up to her. The door to the west, where the fire was pouring out from, you see something coming out of it. It looks like a goblin-esque form with fire coming from it. I'll pull up the image. What the hell? Yeah. It looks like a cartoon. It do. <laughs> yeah, it's because it's drawn, Imad. It looks so goofy. It's it, reminiscent of a chicken. Looks yes. like a little devil. You got like fire wings. Devil goblin with fire wings, yes. Yeah, like like Spider-Man Unlimited fire wings. Here's a... He's got like bat fire wings, though. Not like a separate mm. set of fire wings. True. They're attached yeah. to his arms. Yes. Here's a, a fun, maybe cooler looking one. Oh, nice. Oh, that, that one, one is cool. completely yeah. flamey. Way different. Wow. Yeah. Like a small demon made of fire with yeah. fire wings. Yeah. Not yeah. like bat wings. Yeah, this one's scarier. Okay. Yep. Again, chicken, chicken-esque. Very chicken-esque. Everything hot with wings is a chicken. I can feel. But basically, Look at those hot wings. just a little fire guy, you know? Okay. So a little fire guy comes out, and he's got this big smile on his face. And he's like, <laughs> mm. No. As he... Did you write that down? Did you write the laugh down? No. Okay. Write that down, write that down. I just wrote down the creature's name, and if we find out any info, I will write that down too. His name is Jeremy, and I'm not. Uh, I am not using correct spelling. I'll say it's on purpose. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Okay, so he moves up twenty-five feet, and he is just. Five feet in front of Kieran now. 
Kieran? Karen. Sorry, playing Monster Hunter. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And he begins to swell up as he releases a breath of fire onto you. That's uh, right. Uh, Here we go. Oh my god, he's going to hit you with a classic Japanese RPG. We're level one. It's a good one. No. Breath of fire. Mm-hmm. I mentioned <laughs> when I played Breath of Fire uh, a, a few years ago on our previous podcast. If anyone hasn't listened to Call of the Expanse, give it a try, but also, you know, be nice. We were we were learning. Don't forget to check out its predecessor, Children of the Karn, which was our gospel-themed quest that we did before that. Seven damage. That's half my health. <laughs> With oh. two... Oh, no. That's on your turn. Oh, so I'm going to continue Oh, to... oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Am Please pro- give me a reflex save. As a paladin, my reflexes are awesome. You can just say it. Fucking bomb it. Of course, I got an 11. Ooh. As a paladin, that's pretty good. That's a pass at level one. <clears throat> okay. So yeah, you take oh. seven fire damage. Okay. And on your turn... I'm burning. Please remind me you have <laughs> persistent damage that I need to roll. Uh, it's okay. I, I bought these fire. I bought these nice little tokens to remind me when I'm on fire or fire. bleeding or poison. Perfect. Perfect. I see one, but I don't know how you could drop a dice. I don't see the other. I see a die. Shut up, Cody. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, I tease. I tease. <laughs> I tease. <laughs> Did somebody say tease? <laughs> <laughs> tease nuts. I just want to. Now I want to talk to the old man. Oswald, please take me away from this fire. Take me away. Shit, dude. That's a lot of damage. And with that attack, <laughs> a spark goes off and lands just between Karen and Nyren, and another one between Nyren, like right behind Nyren, leading to the south door. Oh, shit. And Ugh. so a fire starts to spread from those places. Fuck. So Karen now has fire in front of him and behind him. He also has a fire method directly in front of him, and <laughs> Nyren has fire in front of him and behind him. Oh, no. And the hands off the chest two piece. Two of I, you. I didn't raise my shield. Oh, bad. what an idiot! Ooh, ooh, bad move. <laughs> oh boy, Sir Karen. Gallen, no. <laughs> Gallen and Oswald, you have fire to the east of you and to the west of you, and you are currently standing, in, like in a row of pews, basically. Fantastic. Next up, we have Gillian. Man, I really don't want to lose this big chunk of metal. Put <laughs> uh, it down! Gillian uh, is going to carefully stash it between the pews that he's in. Uh, he, he sees everybody else running away, and he's just like, Don't disappear on me. And he's going to leave it there. Uh, and he's going to attempt to stealth his way closer to the method. Uh, yeah, how far away is the, the method? The method 
You're gonna have to go around pews. Are the pews blocked off by the fire, or can I? I mean, the pews aren't necessarily blocked off by fire, but they do have people kind of like people are between the pews also. So okay. you'd have to be crawling over the pews and the people. <laughs> Oof. But so, can I? Difficult terrain? It is difficult terrain if you decide to climb over the pews. The pews. Okay, I'd like to use an acrobatics check to attempt to flip over the pews. Nice. Oh, wow, nice. okay. And avoid the fire on my way to the method. Sure, yeah. sure, yeah. sure. So then that would be... I crawled over the pews and uncut jams. You would have to jump <laughs> over... Yeah, one pew. One pew. Okay. Four. Oh my god. Killing it, guys. With your modifier? <laughs> That'd be a natural one. A natural one? Yeah, four is the modified. Ew! Ew! Okay. Uh, oh, oh. So, no. So, you, uh, you, fall so you fall prone? <laughs> <laughs> Killing it, guys. Oh, no. <sighs> the look on Goody's face. Well, that's my turn. Welcome to the Cursed Caravan, everyone. <laughs> Okie dokie. Next up, we have Oswald. <laughs> so, I was I was at the pew as well. You were at the pew, and um, so to the north, there are stairs leading up to the dais, and right there, there is Nyren and Warble to just about 25 feet to the west of them is... Karen, who is surrounded in fire. There is also fire surrounding Nyren and Warble. And um, and Gellion is on the ground next to you. Okay. Um, so on, on either side of the pew, is there do we have fire? Has fire spread to yes, either side? Yes, fire has started spreading down on either side. Mm. So either... And, I mean, and Warble is is she she's up close near the desk. Yes. Okay. She is about ten feet in front of the desk. Okay. So. So Oswald. He, and there he, are people running all around you, screaming. So Oswald, he's like, he like stands and he's like shaking <laughs> and he <laughs> shaking his cane. He's like trying, <laughs> he's trying to hold himself up and he, um, he looks at at um. Um, dark blade, moon blade on the ground. <laughs> That's my name. Moon blade. <laughs> and, and so then he very slowly climbs, climbs on top of the pew, and then he looks over at Warble, and he says, uh, "I'm I'm doing it for you." And then he is going to attempt to backflip, just like. <laughs> oh god <laughs> over the, oh, over the pew um, alright go ahead and roll it's okay Warble he told me he can fly he'll be fine yeah that's a three a three adjusted what is happening um, well, adjusted it's a five okay <laughs> <laughs> so you too fall prone oh <sighs> What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead. You got one more action. This is um, I guess awful. 
awful. <laughs> well, if I'm prone, can I stand? You can yeah. stand. Okay, all right, I stand. <laughs> That's your final action. Hi, you guys are rolling like shit. Oh, God. Okay. Hey, man, we just got high hopes, all right? So, <laughs> as you all are trying to figure out what you can possibly do in this situation, the, the council chambers are quickly setting a flame. Everyone else is also trying to get the fuck out of there. So they all start trying to push their way to to the to the front or to the to the door. <coughs> so I'm going to need every single one of you. Well, no. I'm going to need um Gellion and Oswald to roll me a reflex save. Oh my Fucking god, natural one. Nice. Stop. Stop. Are you shitting me? Those <laughs> <laughs> brand new die you just bought. Oh, Throw them no. in the oh well, my, my Mine is a natural two, so I'm right there. I mean, it's, it's not a critical <laughs> oh, fail, but it's okay. pretty much a fail. Okay, so that's also a fail. Yes, yeah. Sorry, I also let me grab another die. Uh, I'd like to thank everyone for listening to the pilot episode. Clearly, we're going to start a new campaign. <laughs> Uh, A different campaign. (laughs) Okay, so you both take 11 damage as the patrons of the Call of Heroes push a pew down on top of you and try to run over it. Oh my god. Stampeding over you. Oh my god. That's really not good. Yeah. I have one one HP left. You have one HP left? Yeah. Oh, holy shit. Oh I'm down to six. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Okay. I'm going to be at uh, five once this burn hits me. Enjoy the uh, rest of the adventure, guys. <laughs> okay. Hey, Mod, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, we'll see. Okay. I mean... I, I just have to run. Everybody's dead. I, I think I have <laughs> one healing spell. Okay, so Karen, you are up next. I'm surrounded. Uh, you are. You can attempt to go over the pews. Can I do a knowledge check on the method? Yes, you can. It would be Arcana or Nature. Um, I'm gonna do Arcana. Zach, you want to look at that? It's a quality roll. It's natural one. So an, stop for an eight. Stop. <laughs> what is going you on? See, I mean, when I pick it up, <laughs> I might as well have flipped it. But no, that's a that's a one. Wow. Well, uh, (laughs) no, it's definitely on fire. Uh, uh, Karen is, is there like a safe path that I can run to the pew to try to lift it to help them up? No, you would have to attempt an acrobatics roll. Oh shit. And also do I take the fire damage right now? the, The pew right next to you. Yes, you do. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Great memory. Four persistent burn. 
I'm at three health. Great. <laughs> and there's not a safe passage? No. So you, if you are trying to save Oswald and Gellion, the pew to your south is the one that fell on them. So you can attempt a strength check to lift it. Otherwise, or an, or, uh, an athletics. athletics, sorry, an athletics to lift it. Or you can do an acrobatics to try and get to the other side. I want to try to help them up. Okay. Five. See, that doesn't do it. <laughs> this is fucked up. I'm so sorry. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, one more action to raise my shield. I'm, okay. I'm fucked when I get hit with the burn. Can I attempt to? Can I try again? Yeah. 18. Ooh, okay. Double um, digits. Yeah, you you managed to lift it off of them. Okay, that's my turn. Nice. You guys no longer have a pew on you, thanks oh, to Karen. God. Say thank you, Karen. Pew on you. Pew on you. All right. Unfortunately, next up, we have the fire. <laughs> oh, no. All of it's going to spread. Yes. Bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, it's, uh, play, play stamina rules. It's a good, it's a good idea oh to play God. stamina rules, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah, did, I don't know if we mentioned it or not, but yeah, we are playing stamina rules. Uh, oh, similar which, to Starfighter. Star, Starfighter. Starfinder? Is that yeah. what the game's called? Star Fox 64, I think you're thinking of. Yeah, Star yeah, Fox Yeah, it's 64. for the uh, Sega Dreamcast. Yeah, right. Press A to do a barrel roll. That's right. Blue Barrel Roll. Oh, what other game was I uh, playing recently that had stamina rules? Uh, Dark Elden, Souls. Elden Ring. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, dude, we're so fucked. I mean, they're, it's a good thing these games come with, like, respawn points. So we're good. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Just respawn right outside of this building. Yeah, I'd like to load my save state. <laughs> 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 uh, do you want to go to the stake of Marika that's also on fire or your uh, last grace point? Oh no. <laughs> what now? Good. Oh no. The fire spreads. That's what fire do. On to Karen's space. Oh. oh. I'm going unconscious. And deals 4d6 damage. No. no fucking way. We're level one. You might die. You take 14 points of fire. Oh, my God. So you are I'm... unconscious and dying. Yep. Fuck. And on fire. Oh. Yeah. So if I take... Yeah. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Next up, we have Nyren. No, I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> Nyren, you have a clear area to move to the east of you. So... Warble is directly to the east, or to, to the east of you. Yeah. So if you want to pick her up, that would be an action. And then you could attempt to carry her out of the building. How far is she from the fire? She is five feet from the fire Fuck. like you are. How far is this goblin fire creature? 35 feet away from you. Through fire. 
Is there an exit that is accessible without getting burnt? Yes, there is an exit to the south if you take the east way around the table or if you attempt to go over the table, then you are fine. If you if you go around the pews to the east and to the south, you can also exit that way. Nyren sees Sir Karen bravely try to save Gillian and Oswald. He looks down. He sees this fucking monster, this fire thing. He looks down at Warble. He knows he has to do something. He tells Warble, Go! Run! There's a door! Quickly! And he's gonna move. Let's see, I'm 35 feet away from the creature. He's gonna move... 25 feet towards it with one action. I will say that the creature right now is currently engulfed in flames. How are we supposed to kill this thing? Nyren is going to direct Warble to the nearest exit, the nearest safest exit. He's going to yell at whoever's inside, able-bodied men and women, to go start grabbing buckets. Nice. Collect, collect water. There you go. Nice. Because... This thing, this thing has to be put down. So Nairin is going to get as close as he can to this thing without, because he sees how fast this fire is spreading. He wants to get as close as he can without being in range of the spreading fire. And he's going to chuck his trident at this creature. Okay, how far can you throw it? It's about 30 feet. feet from you. He can throw 20 feet, so he's going to move as close as he can. He's got 25 movement speed, but I will shorten that to be within 20 feet so I can throw the trident. Okay. Solid? Maybe? Nyren enters the fire. No? Enters the fire? You have to enter the fire if you want to get within 20 feet. You ha- oh, okay. No, That's I'm not going to do that. That's how close the fire is. Yeah. Shit! Yeah. Okay. So, new game plan. Nyren is going to direct the people... To the fire. No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no. He's going to direct them outside to where the water is and collect water. Okay. Nice. Because, okay. yeah, that's... God, I didn't realize that it was that big of an emanation. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. His, uh... Okay, all of that has changed. He's going to grab Warble, put her on his shoulders... Okay. ...and direct people outside to go get some water. Okay. So, you... How much movement do you have? 25 feet of movement. 25? So... so probably 50 feet because I used an action to grab Orble. Okay. You are on the... You're not attempting to go over the table, right? You're going around the table? Yes. I don't want to roll a fucking natural <laughs> one like these guys okay. and drop Warble. No, no, no. I'm taking the safe way. <laughs> so you are currently... Oh, come on, man. <laughs> five feet away from the end of the table to wrap around it. Okay. And you have directed the others to go grab water. Cool. Next up, we have the fire method. God, I thought I could do more. The fire method. I rolled a die, dude. I rolled a die for the breath weapon. It's right now, isn't it? And I rolled a one. Everybody's rolling ones. The fire method turns towards. Oh, so one is good for you. Yes. Yeah. For, oh, that's right. Because how many rounds 
You have to wait until... Oh, God damn. The fire Murphit. Murphit. <laughs> the fire Murphit. The fire Muppet. You're fucking Murphit. The fire, fire Murphit turns towards Karen, Gillian, and Oswald and lets out a breath of fire. I'm going to need a reflex save from all of you. I'm unconscious. Oh, yeah. my God. It's a good thing I like making characters. Natural four. Uh, God. That'd Seven. Be... Seven. For me. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. <laughs> Unfortunately, both of those are a fail. So you all fail. So just just before Oswald goes unconscious from this, because this is gonna put him unconscious, he he, he like <laughs> he's like catching on fire from the breath, and he says, "Tell my wife to keep it tight," and then he just goes. <laughs> and God then, no! And then yeah. <laughs> you take six points of fire damage. Karen takes one resolve. That's six points of damage, you said, from the fire, from the breath. I'm unconscious. Yep. yep. Jesus Christ, dude. Fuck. Wow. Level one. Well, all fairness. Uh, oh my god. We were uh, totally aware that this uh, adventure path is difficult. <laughs> Gellion, it is your turn. Go ahead and do what you gotta do. Uh, gotta spend a stamina, or rather, sorry, spend a resolve to stabilize, but then I'm gonna take the burn damage at the end of my turn. Yeah. So, uh, I will be unconscious again. Yeah, that's four burn damage. Fire so I, I will uh, <laughs> use my turn wisely to lay there and burn. Oswald. I will basically do the same thing. I'll use stamina to to stabilize. And take three burn. Each of us needs to roll a d20 to see if we recover from the burn damage. Yes. I do not. Flat 15 is what you're looking for. Oh. No, I do not. Oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Well, it is Nyren's turn. <laughs> oh, sorry. It is Karen's <sighs> turn. Stand up. Take burn damage. Fall back down. I rolled. I, I got an eight on my recovery. Jesus Christ. This is it. I get hit again. I'm dead. Goodbye. So long. Nyren? Oh, wait. The fire spreads. Okay, you still, as of now, have a clear path to the north door. The fire does spread on to Oswald and Gillian. Uh, Gillian is then permanently dead. I only have two more resolve. I'll take damage, lose another. And then on my turn, I'll gain one, or I'll use my last one, but then I'll take burn. So Gellion burns alive beneath a pew. <laughs> oh my god. 
Wait, well, didn't next the pew, to the pew. Didn't the pew, yeah, next to the pew. Pew got lifted off you. <laughs> the pew that he picked up and then fell unconscious with still in his hands? Did you I lifted on? a pew. Yeah, yeah, but did you put it down anywhere? <laughs> I mean, like, he's still like, holding it. He, like, oh, lifted I, it up. I, I lifted it and set it aside. Oh, that's a whole other action, mister. No, like, it's like, <laughs> it, like, it, like, got Stupid. pushed over. And he, I mean, it's, it doesn't matter. It's joking. Burned alive. Right, I'm on fire. It doesn't matter because I'm... All right, the semantics of my character burning alive, whether he's under something or not, he burned alive. Okay. So my charred corpse thanks you for your... Your distinguishment. Well, oh my God. Uh, considered. <laughs> keeping you totally honest. <laughs> Maybe we should play a different adventure. Like Cody, I burn. I burn alive uh, under a pew. <laughs> Next. Because he lifted the pew off of me and then dropped it on you. <laughs> yeah. Oswald burns. Burns alive. Yeah. Uh, well. And Karen. Same deal. I'm in fire. Nyren, all of your party has died. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Was it a good show, Nyren? You still, <laughs> assuming so, you had grabbed you had grabbed Warble, and assuming last round you moved closer to the door, right? Yeah. You can make it out of the door this round. Have to. Yes. Like, back. immediately have to, especially... You sure you don't want to turn back for us? No. <laughs> no, this is bullshit. I feel like we should have all just ran away. As I mean, I guess you guys tried. But... More like yeah. the fall of heroes, am I right? Huh? Huh? <laughs> Nyren's yeah. gonna run outside with whatever crowd is following him to go get buckets of water. He's going to set Warble down, tell her, get away from me. Get away from the building. Get away from me. (laughs) (laughs) My friends just died. Get away from me. (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) Get away from the building. And he's going to look for buckets to try to put the fire out. And he's going to try to direct people to follow him and grab more buckets. He'll do as much as he can for his turn. Karen's wooden shield is gone. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking gone. I was like, man, at least the crest could be... No, it's, I literally said a wooden shield. Bye-bye. Right then, a soldier shoves a bucket of water into your hands. Cody, what do you do next? Who? What? As the fire continues to rage in the building, the humming throng coming from the hunk of metal begins to increase. And tucked away as it is, it's imperceptible, but lines begin to trace along it that light up. And the hunk of metal begins to unfold. And as it does so, it stands at a large eight and a half feet tall as this mass forms into a standing automaton. Uh, As its visual senses kick into gear, it gives a cursory scan along the room before its its, uh, great luminous eye in the center of its head uh, 
fixates on the method. And it can see a single line of text that says, Elemental Threat Detected. And I'm going to rocket jump. <laughs> what is happening? Oh, what? <laughs> uh, the, this, was, this was the bag of metal that... The mass of metal. Yes. Suddenly... What? Unfolds into this great hulking metallic form and then explodes 30 feet through the air, landing directly in the fire in front of the Mephit. Okay. Uh, as the construct lands in front of this fire elemental Mephit, uh, it raises one hand and the shell of its body begins to glow an auric red color. Um. And then it seems to give pause for a moment as the head fixates on the method, and then the body immediately just <laughs> reacts, and a metallic fist flies out at the method. Okay. Oh, hell yeah. What the fuck? Oh, hell yeah. It's a really bad roll. <laughs> hey, what's Stop new? It. Stop <laughs> it. Oh, damn it. One sec. I gotta... Uh... Yeah, that's not gonna work. That's a ten. Damn, damn. Unfortunately, that is a miss. It's okay, because it's quickly followed by a secondary fist. Much better. That's a... 18 to hit. That is a hit. Oh, good. Nice. Dude. Nice. The method takes nine points of bludgeoning damage as this metallic fist collides with its fiery core. Okay. The metal fist slams into this fiery little goblin guy and shards of molten rock spray into all directions. Next up, Zach, what do you do? Along the exterior where Nyren is is with the, uh, the soldier who, who hands him a bucket. Um, Krilk um, the, the big hobgoblin who got who got knocked over earlier by Nyren comes by and, and he's like, he's like oh, yeah, you're quite the hero, son of a bitch. <laughs> so then he then he runs to the he walks to the door. He takes a bucket and he walks to the door of the church or of the of the hall of call of heroes. And he is looking out to see where the Moffat is. There is fire all over to the west, which is closest to you. And there is no fire on the other side. Okay. It is all spreading from that door to the west that has the arrow pointing to it. Okay. Closest so to Nineveh. I am I going mean, to... A tom tom. A tom a tom. I also wanted to say... Uh, I realize where I went is dangerous, and it's okay if fire spreads on me this time. Okay. <laughs> I planned for it this time. Good. That was so, the, the red glow thing. So Croak's going to kind of just stay in the doorway, but he's going to pull a vial off his belt. Um, and and you can see it kind of, he like pulls a stopper out with his teeth, and it like, it immediately just like like ice is coming out of it, like frost is coming off of it. And then he's going to chunk it. I'm throwing a uh, frost vial bomb. That's a 12 to hit. That unfortunately is a miss. 
one's cold splash damage. So what, what? How does that work? Do I actually roll for that? Or no, it, it's, it's just, just going to take. It just takes does one. damage. Okay, all right. Yeah. It does it to it and all creatures within five cool. feet. Yeah, it's a cool. It's okay, a cool so it does one splash damage. Yeah. Which I think hits me as well. The. But that's okay. Oh shit! No shit! It hits you too. The splash. Yeah, I'm within five feet of the target. Oh, the okay. vial explodes on the ground, sending off shards of cold, frozen ice, which splatters onto not only the fire method, but also the automaton that has arrived to fight it. And the fire method screams out in pain. Very nice. Good to know. Hell yeah. Next up, Matt, what do you do? Before I say anything, Zach, there will be an ability eventually where you can control what squares your bomb splashes into. Oh, no shit. Okay. So you can throw it yeah. into a group of enemies and friends and only and hit the enemies. And just move it around? Okay. Yeah. It's nuts. I didn't know there was friendly fire in this game. Splash, bro. <laughs> Splash, bro. I didn't know grenades exploded. Hey, apparently, I, apparently you can fucking control the explosion. Magic. I'm just giving you shit. Everybody shut up. Matt, what do you do? No, Matt, shut up. She said everybody. And then she asked me a question. Uh, well, the elven vagrant with his hands bound behind his back is... Uh, with uh, He's having a very hard time getting out the door with uh, so many people cramming in and his hands are tied behind his back. He hears the whirring sound of the automaton launching itself into the air, turns towards it, and his eyes widen. Uh, almost a, I don't know, like a fascination, a strange fear in his eyes. And you see him kind of jostle his shoulders. And just imagine the camera going down to his bound hands as the rope seemingly unties itself for one action. The uh, following two actions, behind the elven man, a strange specter forms. The ghostly apparition of a small frog person. (laughs) What are you doing trying to leave? We need to help those people! And that is the end of my turn. <laughs> Let's fucking rock. Yes. The crowd of people inside of this auditorium are pushing their way out. Still. I need every single one of you to roll a reflex save. Except for Nyron. Oh, good. So, including the method? Oh, no, no, no. Actually, I need... I'm sorry. I'm wrong. I need the Hobgoblin, and I need the Elven Man to roll a reflex save. 26. Wow. Wow. Yeah, okay. Natural, natural 18. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Huge save. <laughs> uh, I have to roll for my summoned creature as well. Actually, the... 
fucking behind behind the curtain. I am playing a summoner. Ooh. Okay. The elf. The elf gets a thirteen. Summon gets a seven, or a nine. Okay. Not great. Zach, your character is able to maneuver with the pushes and get out of the way. Unfortunately for the Ellen Man and his little friend, his little froggy friend, you both get pushed prone. Fuck. Oh, for Niren, unfortunately, fire spreads yet again. Ooh. Basically, a fourth of this auditorium is covered in fire. Mm, I'm waiting the for, th- for the turn to happen. The is affected. So you will take the burn. Okay, because I'm in the fire, the fire spreads, yeah? The fire, you are in the fire. Yeah. How much do I take? You take 14. Fuck. Burn. Uh, as a reaction, I activate the second part of my spell, reducing the damage taken by 10. Nice. Damn. Oh my god. Damn. Okay. Good. Good, good, good. So I have to take your... What the fuck are you? <laughs> Myron sees these... These people run back into the building... He's holding the bucket that the hobgoblin shoved into his hands. And he gives it to another bystander. Here, use this. And he goes inside the building. How far will he be safely away from the fire? 40 feet. 40 feet. Do it. Do it. Do it. So that's... The range increment is minus two to the attack. So he's going to run in and chuck his trident at this stupid creature. 40 feet away, minus two to his attack. 13 on the die. Nice. 22, minus two, 20 to hit. That is it. Ah, yes! 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 Okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. What is the damage? What is the damage? I can't breathe. <laughs> uh, D8. Should have had a D8. Eight damage. Nice. Nyren runs into the building and gets up as close as he can to this fire method, hurling his trident at this fiery, demon-looking mother goddamn trucker. (laughs) (laughs) It soars through the air and sails right through him, blasting him into these chunks of magma as it Dies. Yes! Yes! Oh my god! And I guess we'll see you next time. (laughs) Goodbye. Thank you, Evan.
Oh my god! <laughs> oh. The Cursed Caravan uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. used under Paizo's community use policy, paizo.com slash community use. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. The Cursed Caravan is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. We would like to thank Michael Gelfi Studios, the world reference for tabletop RPG audio for the music and the ambiance. You can find out more about them at michaelgelfi.com. Please check out their Patreon and YouTube channel links in the description. If you like what we do, please rate us five stars on your podcast app of choice. It helps us tremendously. You can email us at thecursedcaravan at gmail.com. We have Instagram, The Cursed Caravan Podcast, and Twitter, The Cursed Caravan Podcast, at Cursed Caravan. Thank you for listening. Chatter and laughter fills the air at the Wizard's Grace, where every aspiring adventurer of Breach Hill goes to partake in the pre-Call of Heroes meal offered by... Owner Trinal Uskwold. Fuck!